welcome to another great podcast session i'm shivani mutyala as people and companies started to realize the importance of data efficient reliable and scalable data center infrastructures have been gaining lot of momentum these days and today we're going to explore more about the data center solutions its future and trends with the help of our speaker for the day Today we have Sanjay Motwani, business head of Legand Data Center Solutions, to elaborate more on this topic. Hi, Sanjay. Welcome to Analytics Insight Podcast. Hey, hi, Shivani. Thank you for having me here. Pleasure to have you here on the podcast. So, uh, you know, first of all, could you brief our listeners what Legand Data Center Solutions is all about? Uh. Okay, so Lagrand has been in the data center space uh, for many years. Uh, however, we've been present uh, as different uh, brand entities. Uh, for example, you look at Reddit N, or you want to look at Numeric, or you want to look at Starline. So, uh, and all these entities have been approaching the same set of customers individually. So, Lagrand Data Center Solutions is uh, nothing but uh, aggregation of all these. various individual entities uh, with one objective of uh, being able to service our customers uh, better so the idea is that instead of five people going from the same organization to the same set of customers you have one person who engages with the client and uh, you are able to therefore uh, uh, look at the uh, spectrum uh, in a holistic manner uh, end to end and uh, you are able to therefore offer a better solution uh, to the customer uh, the idea is to have uh, one identity one positioning uh, one messaging and an improved solution uh, for the customer so that's what uh, lagrand data center solutions slash lcs is about happy to know about you know lagrand data center solutions and uh, we would like to know what are its uh, specializations and uh, what is the unique services that you know the company is offering see if you okay specializations in the sense if you i mean i've gave that mentioned few brands uh, earlier now all these brands are specialists in the product or service category which they deal with uh, so whether you want to look at uh, power distribution uh, unit or you want to look at ups side or you want to look at uh, data connectivity you want to look at uh, data management structured gaming etc all these are uh, uh, all the products and services in these categories are specialist in their own way now when you ask me something like you know what's unique to be honest <clears throat> in technology uh, every organization is unique for a very small window because technology catches up very fast Uh, but the way we approach uh, the products and services for our customers is that we all our products uh, by and large are designed to improve the operational efficiency of our customers so the design element in all our products enables uh, our customers to be more uh, efficient more flexible and it allows them better scalability Uh, so that's the thought process uh, behind uh, the whole product portfolio, which cuts across all product categories. Uh, which is why uh, our positioning for LDCS is designed for agility. Great. 
and sounds interesting and uh, how are your services actually you know benefiting your clients okay <clears throat> so let's put on a client's hat now if i am a client and i am talking to somebody uh, who is uh, providing me let's say a bus pass product and i am engaging with a bus pass specialist then i am also engaging with another set of uh, sales guys or technical people let's say who are also looking at uh, ups and at the same time i'm also trying to look at power distribution units which provide power to the equipment in the data center i'm dealing with a third set of uh, sales guys and technical experts now if i have one person who can look at how the power supply is going from ups being carried on a bus bar to the power distribution to the end equipment and this one person can help me uh, tie in all the loose ends uh, look at all the connectivity issues uh, it's an end to end solution from a client's perspective and obviously uh, what's happening is uh, there is a seamless integration which happens when you're looking at an end to end solution from ups to the power is reaching uh, the equipment in the rack so the clients benefit in terms of a better solution which they get and the ease of interaction with a person who is skilled and able to talk across all product categories and domain so the quality of solution improves the engagement experience improves uh, the solution uh, improves for the client so that's how it's uh, that's how the clients are benefiting uh, from this yeah approach. that you know indeed is you know benefiting clients whether it be through better solutions or with ease of uh, you know interaction or the quality or engagement for that matter amazing and uh, since the convergence of uh, companies the stays have been very commonly seen right and how do you see the convergence of uh, the industry leading brands can they add you know some uh, value to the country's data center infrastructure as well absolutely uh, i mean this pretty much uh, echoes uh, what i stated earlier when you're looking at leading brands now when you when i'm saying convergence i'm obviously taking the example of ldcs only when you look at the brands which we've spoken about stala and verita and the grand itself numeric etc all these are coming under one umbrella so the ability for a customer uh in terms of uh to optimize what is operating in his environment becomes better and at the end of the day the resources are limited uh what's happening is uh if you are able to improve the efficiencies uh you are able to maximize uh the infrastructure which is available with you and there is minimal wastage which overall helps not only the organization but also the country as a whole because you're not wasting resources to that extent yeah rightly pointed out uh, regarding the resources uh, even uh, you know with regard to the efficiency so uh, you know while coming to the go to market strategy 
this has been trending you know to deliver unique propositions to the customers and also for enhancing you know uh, the customer experiences so uh, what do you think is the role of uh, go to market in the present scenario especially in a setting like indian uh, you know post pandemic times what is the role of go to market in the indian scenario uh obviously go to market is the foundation on which all organizations work on in terms of trying to engage with the customers uh and if the go to market is uh incorrect or not strategically structured correctly uh then obviously the organization suffers uh so when you are saying go to market for example the way we try and do our go to market is uh in terms of solution design uh we engage directly as an organization with the end customer so that we can get the best design out for our customers but at the same time we also leverage the channel community uh in our go to market strategy so the channel community is then able to uh execute uh the orders for our clients now this has a kind of a win win situation uh for us and for the customer and for the channel community now if you look at it uh, because as an organization we are engaging directly with the end customer the solution is of the best uh, uh, quality in nature the channel community is also working with us closely in terms of how we are approaching uh, the challenges which a customer is facing and the cha- the channel community therefore is able to learn uh, from our experience in terms of how to design optimal solutions and uh, so as we move forward the skill sets of the channel community are also being enhanced so over a period of time you will see if there are certain kind of solutions or challenges which we were we as an organization are doing today uh, in a year or two the same solutions and designs the channel can do with themselves without uh, our support so this frees us as an organization to look at newer challenges uh, uh for the customer and as far as the customer is concerned he is getting best of both worlds he's getting the best of solution design and best of implementation so yes uh to answer your question about go to market strategy yes it is very critical for any organization to have the right go to market strategy and that's how we uh, build our ops interesting you know uh, it is really very interesting to know how legrand is actually leveraging go to market and yeah of course it's a, a win win situation for both you know the company as well as for the customers you know but how do you see uh, this uh, strategy working in the post pandemic time see it's working brilliantly honestly uh, the uh, what's happened is okay so before i hit the post pandemic uh, let's look at during pandemic uh we are a technology company in a technology space so obviously engaging our clients with the technology was not difficult in fact uh, uh thankfully uh, the clients were able to also engage with us and we utilized the pandemic uh, period uh to educate and train our channel community to very high degree since the travel was minimized there was uh, let's say relatively more time available uh, for the channel community uh, to spend on training etc 
Now, what's happened is in the post-pandemic is we have a journal community uh, which is far more uh, trained and skilled and able to assist us and the client in a better way. Not that the channel community would not have got trained. It's just that uh, because it was a focused, extensive training over a period of one year, the speed of learning has increased. So the speed of a, our ability to deliver post-pandemic uh, with the help of channel community, uh, therefore, has improved. What would have normally taken two or three years, you've accomplished in one year. True. Uh, and yeah, it is very important, you know, uh, in the present scenario to educate and, you know, train the channel community. So uh, could you give us more examples of, uh, you know, in this uh, training process or uh, uh, during the pandemic? Uh, examples as in, sorry. Uh, uh, I mean, for example, what, so for example, uh, what we did is we took on uh, real-time case situations or challenges uh, which we have observed, which the clients face. And sure, there is some basic uh, product knowledge which the channel community has. But if you give them complicated uh, case studies to solve, uh, then they are able to address those case studies uh, differently and they have a little more time to be able to address it. And so the way these trainings were structured were uh, we give them a case study. They come back to us with a proposed uh, solution for the case study. And then uh, we work with them. Then it comes, becomes some kind of a workshop wherein they explain as to how they're approaching and why they're approaching the way they are approaching. And we tell them that these are the A, B, C, D things you could do uh, to improve the solution design. So it's an iterative process. So every case study would take typically uh, two to three uh, sessions of discussion. And when you're looking at real-time case studies, uh, then uh, the learning is extremely high. And rather than, you know, you give them a product manual or you give them the standard uh, product training sessions, like this is a product, this is how it needs to be deployed, or this is how it needs to be used. But with the help of using use case studies in, in a workshop-like manner, uh, the learning is extensive and more practical in terms of what actually happens in real time with customers. So <clears throat> that's how it's kind of uh, benefited. Great. And this is actually, you know, amazing technique. And, uh, you know, many of the companies here in this podcast may also benefit from this technique as well. So, and uh, as data centers are uh, going to be in demand, uh, uh, you know, not only now, but also in the future too, how can we build an agile and future-ready data centers? How do you build agile and future-ready data centers? Uh, and the short answer is that you build uh, flexibility uh, in your design uh, when you're trying to uh, build a data center. And when we say flexibility, it means uh, that you are able to adapt to the demands of the market uh, rather than being stuck with what you have and with little room for maneuverability. 
uh, let's take a simple example. Uh, uh, traditionally, people use under the floor uh, cabling to provide power to the racks in a data center. And if you've got, let's say, 20 racks in a row, or 40 or 50 racks in a row, there is 50 sets of cables coming out from under the floor. Now, if you want to expand, let's say another 10 racks in a data hall at the same row, you've got to go under the floor, put more wires or cables in, which is a messy affair. I mean, there's tons of cables already floating around. Or if you want to redesign uh, some of the racks, not redesign the racks, redesign the data center hall, uh, which you want to move some racks around, uh, you cannot do so because there is cabling already pre-configured for a certain design. Now, instead of using underfloor cabling for providing power, if you were to use bus bars, which are overhead bus bars, which have sliding tap-off boxes, you can slide where your power uh, is dropping from the bus bar, it gives you a huge amount of flexibility in terms of where you want to drop the uh, power from today or tomorrow. Second, <clears throat> traditionally, when you're in the same example, when you're trying to take uh, power to the rack, you would take typically a single phase 16 amperage or 32 amperage power cables, which provide you, let's say, X amount of power to your rack. But when you are using a bus bar uh, with three phase power provisioning, uh, you are pretty much uh, future proof in terms of the amount of power you can provide to your rack. You can easily scale up from 7 kilowatts to 20 kilowatts or even 40 kilowatts per rack. But if you were to try and do that uh, with the existing underflow power cables, it would be a Herculean task, both in terms of time, effort, and money. So when we say you want to be agile, you have to be agile in terms of being your infrastructure modular. Uh, then you want to look at UPS. You'd rather buy modular UPS so that you can use X amount of uh, a UPS today. And if your infrastructure is increasing, then modular UPS, you can make X plus Y plus Z as your demands and load factor increase. So you need to be able to scale it up accordingly. So when we talk of agility, what you're trying to say is you need to be modular in your design element, which allows you the flexibility to adapt to the business demands as they grow, and which they will grow, given what's happening what's, uh, with the data uh, being generated, volume of data being generated. This is really, you know, insightful. And as you rightly pointed out, you know, building a flexible data centers in design is, you know, truly needed to cater to the future needs. So uh, along with the data centers, you know, even the micro data centers have been uh, playing a vital role, right, uh, in the present scenario. So what new trends exist in India as of now in terms of micro data centers? Okay. Uh, there are two aspects to it. One is when you talk about trends in a micro DC, there are two aspects. One is the technology aspect from vendors like us. Uh, so technology is pretty much in place. 
in terms of being able to configure and provide a micro data center, whether it's assets, some of the other vendors. The important aspect in micro DC is the industry's uh, acceptance of this uh, micro data center. So what's happening with a micro DC today is, uh, how I would put it is, that the industry is flirting with the concept and technology. Uh, they're trying to understand what technology is available, uh, which is relatively simple. Uh, but when I say they're flirting with the concept of micro DCs, what I mean by saying is, how are they gonna deploy a micro DC in their business environment? Now, that's the concept they're trying to understand in C. At the end of the day, uh, let's look at uh, retail outlets. Now, if there's a retail chain and they want to, dip, uh, and there is an increased amount of uh, data uh, which is being generated and processed at the retail outlet, uh, then they will need to understand how much uh, is being uh, generated locally and how much of it can be processed locally to enhance the customer experience in the retail outlet. So that's the concept trying to deal with. It's not only about technology or the IT side. Now here what happens is it's the IT which is working in close tandem with the business side, uh, which comes into play. So the business side and the IT side uh, need to be able to work very closely together uh, on this aspect and see how to leverage uh, the micro DC for enhancement uh, of the business goals. Uh, so, which is why I say right now, the industry is flirting with the concept and technology. Uh, there have been some experiments in the market. Uh, people are learning from those experiments. Uh, so the short answer is, do I see uh, growth in the micro DC? Yes, I do see a huge growth in the micro DC in the years to come. Great. So, you know, along with the uh, growth, you know, what kinds of opportunities, uh, uh, you know, would it be generating for the uh, brands as well as for the industries, do you think? Okay, so the way I look at it is, is uh, today, if you look at, uh, especially the population in India outside tier three cities, you know, tier four, tier five, tier six cities, uh, you will and must have seen or experienced. Uh, they are uh, uh, they are adopting the digital uh, evolution, and they have slowly becoming a part of the digital revolution, both in terms of the entertainment side or in terms of financial transactions with digital wallets coming into play. So, when I look at micro DC in the long term. I look at it from the point of view about uh, enabling and including the rural India as a part of the digital revolution. Uh, it's not so much about tier one, two, or maybe three cities. It's about the smaller towns in tier four, tier five, tier six cities, uh, where we are looking at, for example, uh, last mile retail outlets. Uh, we're also looking at, for example, skills development in these small towns. Uh, there is healthcare, which is leveraging technology uh, to reach out uh, to the smaller towns. So and when you're looking at this kind of development, which is happening at a national scale, uh, it is the micro DC, which is going to play a very critical role 
uh, in enabling, uh, I would say, India as a whole uh, to be digitally uh, savvy in that context. Uh, while today the market size numbers may be smaller uh, in terms of the small towns, but given the fact what we've learned through the pandemic is that work from anywhere is possible. So definitely this is going to happen. And uh, so this is how everybody is going to benefit, uh, both on the supply side and on the consumption side and on the business side. So technology people like us would be able to provide technology. Business would leverage this technology to reach their consumers in smaller towns. So it's the consumer, it's the businesses, it's vendors like us, all of us will benefit. And therefore, MicroDC will play a huge role. Uh, for all brands. It's really, you know, interesting to know how it is going to benefit even the rural cities as well. And uh, since, you know, Legrand uh, is driven by technology, what is the company's outlook towards the technology as well as, uh, you know, the business in 2021? In 2021, obviously, we are still playing uh, start, stop, start, stop with pandemic uh, being around. Uh, thankfully, it's more start uh, than stop so far. Uh, as far as technology is concerned, uh, I mean, there's no major drastic change, uh, which is uh, from last year. Sure, we will be, uh, as always, introducing new products and technologies this year. Uh, but uh, in terms of growth, uh, we definitely expect to grow far more uh, than what the industry growth is being pegged at. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 what we are looking at for this year. And 2021, we just got about five more months left. So, so far, it's been touch wood very decent, and we hope to continue for the rest of the year. Great to know. And, you know, lastly, what advice would you like to give to the upcoming leaders who are actually wanting to enter into, uh, you know, the data center sphere? <laughs> the advice, okay, advice is a wrong word, I would say, uh, especially for somebody like me. The only thought process which I would like anybody coming into the space uh, would be that I think if the survival is today has become is for the ability to adapt. And I think pretty much Darwin said that it's not the survival of the fittest, it's more survival of the person who can adapt to the changing environment. And the environment is changing at a rapid pace uh, every day. And the change, rate of change is only going to increase. And the key to survival is the ability to adapt. Uh, so whatever businesses you are in, and you're entering into the data center space, whether it's a data center space or even traditional businesses outside of the data center space, uh, the ability to adapt to the changing environment is going to be the key to survival. So whatever business plans uh, are there, they should be designed uh, with the focus on being able to adapt to the changing marketplace. Uh, that's, that's what comes to my mind. Great. And uh, truly, I think it's mandatory, you know, to adopt to the uh, situations as well as, uh, you know, to the circumstances or, you know, technology to stay in market. It's really important. 
and uh, you know hope our listeners have gained valuable insights from this session and you know looking forward to see many more innovative solutions coming up from legrand thank you so much sanjay for joining us today it was really a pleasure talking to you hey yeah, thanks shivani likewise pleasure speaking to you as well thank you so listeners stay tuned for more such interesting podcast thank you